Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. Uh, first, I didn't realize this. I just published a video about two hours ago, and all of you noticed the crickets in the background. Um, I'm being on my bus. I don't have air conditioning. I can run it during the day because my solar panels bring in enough energy to both power my computer as well as air conditioning. However, once the sun sets, um, I could probably run an air conditioner for about four hours and then I'd be out of juice for the rest of the night. The other thing is that um, my microphone here is a, a cheap $60 internet deal by uh, uh, Mayono, M-A-O-N-O. And it was just to get me started and it's done pretty well so far. Um, however, I'll need to get a, um, a new microphone here before long because I need to get something that I can amplify and set its sensitivity so you don't hear surrounding noises. I'm hoping to get one of the Shure microphones, but it's 400 bucks, And then I need a what's called a cloud lifter. And it's what most of the professional YouTubers and podcasters use. But all in all, it's about a $600 setup. So uh, you'll have to put up with the crickets until I set some nickels aside. And as always, links are below if you'd like to help. Um, so, you know, something that I'm not proud of, and I don't talk a lot about it, is my marriages. You know, a lot of times when um, when you watch channels, whether it's like mine or somebody else's, and we talk about kind of men's issues and dating and, and what's wrong with the system and everything, a lot of people assume that we're just men that are kind of butthurt or angry or or didn't get lucky or, or haven't had uh, good opportunities. But the truth of the matter is, um, for most of us, it couldn't be more opposite. I always had very good success in dating, um, short term, but once it came to long term and my marriages, both of them, it didn't go so well. My first one was very young. I was 21, only lasted a couple of months. We got it annulled. So, and, and in the in the record book, I don't count that one. And my second one was, uh, we were together for a total of uh, almost 10 years. Interestingly, um, I've been married twice and I've never asked a woman to marry me. I was asked in both cases, and I made the mistake of saying yes. But on the second one, I did not uh, get lucky, as it were. And I know some of you hate the expression getting lucky, but it's it's tried and true, and it gets the message across. I did not have any bedroom fun on my second marriage honeymoon. For her, we were out in, in Las Vegas, and uh, we were betting and, and, and gambling and having fun, and I would... Uh, she would either come up with, I'm tired, or I had too much to drink, or it's been a long day, or this, I'm sunburned because it was Arizona in the summer, or uh, Vegas in the summertime. And it went a full seven days without getting any. And boy, was that kind of a good indicator of what was to come. But more than that, you know, it's if you talk to any guy that's been married for any length of time, or guys that were married for any length of time, you know, before you're married, things are usually pretty active in the bedroom. And once you get married, you assume things are going to continue on doing well. And in, in many cases, guys think, hey, I'm married, so now I have a full-time partner, and we enjoy it, and I assume it's going to keep going on like it has been, you know, maybe a few times a week, and gosh, that forever would be awesome. Never turns out that way. Usually, there's either after kids or after longer term of dating, it kind of becomes the same old, same old. Now for, for us guys, you know, some guys need a little bit more creativity and originality and uniqueness, 
But for others of us, you know, having somebody that you're comfortable with and and, uh, there's no surprises, but you can try new things and experiment a little bit with someone you're comfortable with and you know very well and that you're friendly with and or married to, so on and so forth, you think it's going to be great. Nope, it it goes away. Without fail, at least for me, in every long-term relationship, it has gone away and hasn't turned out so well. So I have a story here from The Atlantic, and it's written by a Caitlin Flanagan. And uh, it's it's really telling because there's a lot of books that are advice books to try to help women find a way to bring the spiciness back in their relationship because they're not feeling it anymore. And why aren't they not feeling it anymore? Well, we know what that is. There's nothing new. There's no butterflies. There's no tingles. Um, they kind of know what's going on. And as such, it, it gets a little old. So let's let's read down through this. And we'll talk about it. So it says, The Wifely Duty. Marriage used to provide access to bedroom fun. Now it provides access to nothing. (laughs) Basically, being it's like being single and getting nothing. And and I had the same experience. The the last, I'd say, two years of my, my marriage were nothing. I mean, we were like roommates at that point. So here's some book titles that are written by women. And they're either A, how to get out of doing it, or B, Maybe how to spice it up a little bit. So first one's okay, so I don't have a headache. Second one, I'm not in the mood. Motherhood and Hollywood for women only. The total woman. The bedroom-starved marriage. I don't know how she does it. All of these are written by women for women on various bedroom issues. Now, I don't know about you, but I've never really met too many guys that are like, no, we don't do it anymore. I'm just not interested in her. Unless... She's either become very uh, cranky and it really gives him a hard time or she's become unattractive to him. Usually that means a lot of excess weight after the marriage. But other than that, usually most guys are down. I mean, I don't know too many guys that just go, nope, don't like it anymore. Got married. I'm, I'm good. Now, that's usually what men want out of the marriage and, and not so much the women. So let's read down through. I won't read the whole thing. I'll put the link in the article below, or and uh, I'll put the link to the article in the um, show more down below the video if you want to go check that out. So it says, uh, during two strange days in New York last winter, three married people, one after another, confessed to me either that they had stopped having uh, fun in the bedroom, or that they knew a married person who had stopped doing it. Like a sensible person, I booked an early flight home and chalked the whole thing up to the magic and mystery that is New York. But no sooner had I put my coat on the peg than it started up again. A number of the mothers in my set began making sardonic comments along similar lines. Now, sardonic, um, and not to act like you're dumb, I didn't know what sardonic was, um, so I I had to look it up. And it means being sarcastic and mean at the same time. So uh, basically being mean and sarcastic along the similar lines. The daytime talk shows to which I am mildly and happily addicted worried the subject to death revived it, and worried it some more. Dr. Phil, who, like his mentor, Oprah Winfrey, has an uncanny, precise sense of what American women in the aggregate are thinking about, noted on his website that uh, bedroomless marriages are an undeniable epidemic. Uh, Mass circulation magazines aimed at married women rarely go to press these days without an earnest review of some new bedroom technique or gadget the information always presented in the context of how to relight a long-doused fire. 
And I must say that an article in Red Hook or Red Book that warns desperate couples away from a product called, uh, I can't read the title of the product, but basically it's a product that's supposed to help you in the bedroom, uh, so on and so forth. Okay, so, um, oh, and then Patricia uh, Heaton, a star of Everybody Loves Raymond, has published a memoir called Motherhood and Hollywood in which she observes bedroom fun, forget about it. I mean that literally. Uh, So what's what's the main thing here? So this is something that a lot of times we guys notice more than women men's drives uh, for fun don't really slow down maybe until 40s or 50s for many of us Um, I I know for me personally the longer I go without at my age now the less I focus on and think about it Um, for me I've been completely monk uh, and have not even shaken a woman's hand let alone anything else um, for almost a little bit over a year and Three months now or so. Uh, and I don't count exactly. It's just I remember when I was overseas having my fun. And then when I, I came home, I have not even been out on a date uh, with an American in like two or three years. So that's the only reason I remember that. But um, but the point is, for me, I'm that way now. But if you were to talk to me as my 20-something or my 30-something, younger 30-something self, I would have been going crazy. So when we get in a long-term relationship... Uh, a lot of times it's everything's really good in a short-term relationship and we want that to translate to a long-term relationship and sometimes it does in the beginning but depending on how long that long-term relationship goes a lot of times that falls off and sometimes it's kept up until marriage but after both my marriages and after many of my long-term relationships once things settle in it falls off a cliff you know so we don't get what we want out of the deal And when men say, hey, I'm not getting enough in a bedroom, the wife's never interested, a lot of times we're told, well, you know, she's worth more than that. That's, you know, that's not the only thing that you need to be concerned about. Or we say, "Uh, man, she's gained some weight. I'm not really feeling attracted anymore. And we're told, "Uh, hey, now, you know, that's pretty shallow of you. I mean, you know, she's your wife and so on and so forth. But when the reverse happens and a woman says, I'm just not attracted to my husband anymore, it's met with... I hear you, sister, like, tell me about it. Uh, My husband, X, Y, Z, and they start complaining. But that's acceptable. Where it's not acceptable for the man to do the reverse. The story I just did the other day about a woman leaving her husband when he was, like, at his all-time low and and really sad and and had gained weight and was having problems. Even some guys on this channel in the comments said, I would have left him too. And yeah, I get that. No one one really wants to be with somebody that's a, a stick in the mud. But do you really want to leave, you know, some of that you promised yourself to in marriage just over, you know, a couple of years of rough spot, but reverse it and say, hey, I had to leave my, I had to leave the missus because, um, you know, she was sad and she was gaining weight and she wasn't working and just sat on the couch all day. A lot of times that's met with, did you try to do any, get her any help? Was she upset with you for about, you know, that always seems to turn around back to the guy. So um, it's interesting to see that articles and and books and things are coming out targeted towards women to try to help them rekindle something that just, I think, naturally goes. I'll continue on here. Um, so books with titles such as, okay, so I, I don't have a headache, I'm not in the mood, have become immediate hits. And another popular book for women only lists various techniques that married women use to avoid having fun with their husband in the bedroom from the age-old strategy of feigning sleep 
to the quite modern practice of taking on household night owl projects. And Alison Pearson's much-loved novel about a busy working mother, I Don't Know How She Does It, which opens with the main character engaged in such a late-night project, features a woman so tired that she's frantic to escape uh, fun time with her husband, prompting Margaret Carlson of Time Magazine to observe, sleep is the new uh, fun. It has become impossible not to suspect that a large number of relatively young and otherwise healthy married people are foregoing bedroom fun for long periods of time, and they may have given up on it altogether. I'll tell you now, it's never, never, as far as I can tell, um, the men, like I said before, I just don't see men kind of saying, no, I'm just really not interested because that's the main reason, you know, that guys get married. Men want to marry the woman and have her stay that way forever. They want to marry a woman and have her stay just who they married forever. Women want to marry men and have them shaped and molded into who they want him to become. Neither one happens and neither person's happy that things have changed or haven't changed. Um, they go through a few more uh, books here, and I'm, I'm not going to kind of drill down into it. I'll, like I said, I'll leave the article down below. But it tells you pretty much that there's a market for writing books and, and either telling women how to fake it and not have to do it or trying to give them ways to kind of bring back the excitement. Um, let me keep scrolling down through here and see if um, they're just going over book after book review, and that's really not the, the point of all this. Uh, here we go. Uh, it turns out that the traditional marriage, which we've all been so happy to annihilate, has some pretty good provisions for many of today's most stubborn marital problems, such as how to combine work and parenthood, how to keep the springs of the marriage bed in good working order. What's interesting about the bedroom advice given to married women of earlier generations is that it proceeds from an assumption that a marriage, a happy bedroom life, depends order upon orderly and successful housekeeping. Maribel Morgan's notorious 1973 book, The Total Woman, has lingered in people's minds because of the, the seduction techniques it recommends to unhappy housewives. And basically, they go on that say they ought to consider meeting their husbands in the front door in, in uh, sexy uh, costumes like heel and lingerie kind of thing, calling them at work and talking dirty to them, um, fiddling with them beneath the dining room table. Uh, let's see. But anyway, it, it kind of... It kind of goes on to say that, you know, women had to put a little energy into it to kind of keep their, their husbands going so it didn't become boring and uh, too, too mundane. But today, as, as we know with the swipe, you know, on, if you pick up a phone and kind of get bored one night and the husband's in reading a book or doing something else or boyfriend, whatever, or same thing, you know, if, if a husband is unhappy with his wife, you can be in the next room quietly swiping away on a dating app and texting somebody and making arrangements to either meet each other that maybe you're becoming attracted to somebody. It's very easy to meet somebody and wine and dine and, and kind of, uh, uh, what's the word, get things going and get the relationship started before you even meet. And, and if you're very good and you know how to write a good tale, uh, you can even possibly seduce a woman that way or a, a man just by sending a couple of pictures, usually to a guy, and that gets the point across. But by being able to do so silently while you're even laying in bed next to your sleeping partner, or a husband or wife, either way, it makes it so where too many people say, I just don't want to put any effort into this at all, and I'll, I'll, just, I'll just start again. And then if everything's good in the household, except for the man having the bedroom activity, 
or the woman having that sparkle and that, that, you know, feeling attractive and having a partner, well, they'll want to keep the household in, 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 uh, in one piece. And so what a lot of times they'll do is they'll step out on the husband or step out on the wife. Okay. And that will rekindle things that are exciting. Now, maybe it's exciting that they're getting some outside of the marriage. Maybe they bring some of that excitement home to the marriage, but either way, it's outside of the marriage. And if things continue on and they find that they're becoming attracted to that other person, well, that's the new relationship and they leave the one that they've got behind. It's one of the reasons why divorce or marriage rates are so low right now. Divorce rates are surprisingly high for how few marriages there are. And so it, it makes those divorce rates even doubly high considering how many fewer people are getting married. But people aren't getting married because, number one, they don't want to have to break up everything, household, cars, finances, bank accounts. They're not getting married at the same rates because when they want to leave, they want no baggage. They want it to be easy. They want it to be simple and no strings attached. And that can be for both men and women, I assume. I can't see why it would go any other way. Uh, Let me see if there's anything else here that I wanted to hit. Ah. I'll just read the summary. A final less qualifiable uh, development has surfaced or has served to snuff out marital marital fun. And it has to do with the way middle and upper middle class adults think about family life and their role in it. There are many indications of this, but let us simply glance at the Disney catalog. Not surprisingly, in addition to toys and figurines, that a catalog features Disney-themed clothing, bathrobes with Winnie the Pooh, uh, stretch knit pants with small Mickey Mouse in the hem, quilted ma- magic winter jackets featuring a choice of Eeyore, Mickey, or Pooh. Here's the problem. All these items are for adults. In fact, I was horrified to discover it would have been possible for my husband and me to spend last Halloween trick-or-treating in matching Tweedledum and Tweedledee costumes. A pretty far cry from Maribel Morgan's idea of a good costume being lingerie. And, and we see this a lot with both, um, whether it's guys playing video games, and I play games too, but there's a time and a place. You know, I'm a bachelor um, when it's a night like this and I have really nothing else going on. Yeah, I might fire up a game for an hour or two, but I don't have a woman waiting for me in bed. I don't have friends down at a pub waiting for me to go out and have a cold one. But when that or another hobby may get in the way in, in marriage, or again, usually, usually from the women's aspect of it, they just don't feel that attraction anymore. There's no reason to buy lingerie. Now, a guy might buy his wife lingerie, like I attempted to do when I used to be married. And because she said she didn't feel attracted, I said, here. She said, oh, thank you. Yeah, I'll wear it for you. I think maybe out of four or five pieces I got her, I think maybe she might have worn, maybe wore them twice, like a different one twice for me. God knows if she was wearing them for somebody else. I mean, you know, but... It didn't, there was nothing I could really do, whether it was a romantic evening out or whether it was a bubble bath or all these other things I tried, nothing could rekindle that fire for her. And because of that, that's ultimately what led me to to say, I'm single, but I can't date and I can't fool around because I'm married, but I'm single. So better to be just single than at least have a shot at it. So I, I think this is something that, that is important for young men to remember is that no matter how good that fun is, no matter how much activity there is in the bedroom, no matter all the wonderful things she does um, and all the creative things, the problem is that goes away in the majority, majority of the time. I know a couple of you guys have posted, hey, I'm married 15, 20, 25 years. Things are going great. And that's awesome. But that is definitely the needle in the needle stack. 
Um, it's a it's very hard to find that needle in that needle stack, and it's very painful to go looking for it. Right. So um, that's the rarity. So you young guys that say, you know, I want a family, I want a wife, I want that as I grow up. Just understand that really, after you get married, even if you do have kids, the wife portion of it is she's going to be, in most cases, like a roommate or a friend, um, that energy is going to leave. And so in the long run, I think a lot of guys end up kind of painting themselves into a corner and realizing a little too late, there's really not as much there as they thought there would be. And they can a lot of times feel uh, lonely because I know myself personally, some of the loneliest I've ever felt in my entire life. Okay. Like right now I'm completely single. I'm in a bus. I'm going to be touring the country by myself. I really don't have any friends here that I hang out with a couple of people I ride motorcycle with. I'm happy. Ironically, when I was married and when I had a long-term relationship and I, I didn't feel like I was attracted, I didn't feel like I was wanted, I felt like I was a million miles away from her while she was right next to me because she acted like she wanted nothing to do with me, that's when I felt the most lonely in, in my life is when, ironically, I was married or you know was in a long-term relationship. That's when you feel alone, when you're with somebody that you care about, but you realize that they don't care about you anymore. That can be devastating. It's better to be completely alone, be happy with yourself. You'll find that much more fulfilling. Guys, if you'd like to support my work, links are below as always. Thank you for those that have recently. Um, next, My next project is going to be a new microphone so that maybe I can drown out the tr crickets that are in the background. Um, anything you give me this month, however, um, is going to be going to the uh, support for North, North New Jersey um, uh, they've got a, a, the doctors in North Jersey, doctors and nurses in North Jersey and, um, in, uh, for New York city and sorry, I'm trying to read at the same time for New York city and North New Jersey, they're making reusable, uh, protective gear. They've raised 7,500, um, $7,600 out of uh, 10,000 where they can make 3d printed items. They're reusable. They can be, um, autoclaved and sterilized and they're reused. Um, so they can continue their frontline battles. Anything you send me this month will be going towards that, um, unless you really want to give me something for Mike. And then if you if you label it as such, I'll, I'll use it for that. Guys, um, best way you can support me beyond that is like, comment, share. Hit that notification bell and subscribe, and we'll go from there. Guys, this is Better Bachelor. I'm Joker. And remember, you think things are going to be stay the same or even maybe get better once you get married. But trust me, they very, very rarely do. And in the end, you end up being a provider in a romanticless, you know, no fun relationship.